And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota Alright, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old USA. June 6, 2020. I don't know how many years it's been. What is it? It's uh it's the anniversary of D-Day today. Uh you know, yeah. you know, you think about it. A couple hours ago, you know, there was hundreds of thousands of uh troops sitting in planes, sitting in watercraft, getting ready to invade Normandy. You imagine what was going through their minds right now? Oh, gosh. Just to keep us all safe? Yeah. Hmm? So if anybody's listening and you uh, you had family in World War II or if you actually served in World War II, and uh, I just want to say God bless you and thank you for your service. You know, Thank you, thank you. Morning, Kenny. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Clue Patch down in Florida. Good morning. Ow. I just hit my ear. Did you hear that? Ow. Ow. <laughs> Hurting yourself on the mic. Ow. Uh, it's actually my headphones, but yeah, kind of crazy. Morning, Rob. Boy, I tell you what, my eyes, man. I Eyes are getting bad. Wade over there in Illinois. Good to see everybody. So, uh, happy anniversary to uh, all of our, our D-Day family. Big, big things. We got open lines today. Uh, it's free fishing weekend in Iowa. How about that? What could be better than free fishing weekend? Well, how about a new driveway? I, I know I'd like a new driveway. I got one. Hey, you want a new driveway, Andrew? Dan? I sure would. Well, call 515. <laughs> Why is my, look at that. My copy's all crooked. My printer must have been off center. <laughs> That's I me. It's protesting here. Yeah, Dan. just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call the driveway company, 515-850-1072, and uh, they will take great care of you over there in Grimes. Uh, really nice people over there, Nick and all the gang. And You uh, call that number, and uh, they will answer the phone and say, hey, how can we help you? And you just say, I got cracks, I got separation, my driveway's falling in, uh, I need a new driveway, whatever it is. You know, they'll, uh, they'll come out, give you an estimate, and be really nice about it, and They'll take great care of you like they did me. I tell you, they, you know, they just do a good job. And hey, not only that, but they can help you with, with your garage. You know, if your garage floor is sinking a little bit or anything like that. Like I said, my I've got two neighbors that have used them, and they've uh, they're really really happy with them. So if you need something new to drive into when you're going home, you want to make that driveway look better, it makes you feel better. It makes the snow shoveling a lot easier. I can tell you that when you got a smooth driveway, it's like butter. It's just like 
Whisper, whisper smooth. Yep. Give them a holler. 515-850-1072 at the driveway company. So, uh, good morning, John. Good to see you down there. Hey, uh, salute to all the D-Day folks out there. Thank you for everything. And I want to welcome a new partner to the show. Uh, starting next month, we got Tacticam. Tacticam is joining the show. Fisheye. We got the Fisheye and we got the 5.0. Yeah. We got the 5.0 and the 5.0 wide. And then uh, they got a new they got a new trail camera coming out too. So they'll tell you about that. But uh, I want to welcome all the fine folks at Tacticam. And thanks for being partners on the show. We'll have those guys on the show uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Morning, John. Good to see you. Julie, good to see you. Good morning. Uh, and we'll let them tell you all about the new stuff. I'm excited. I've been using the Tacticam for a while. Uh, my buddy Jeremy Phillip uses them. Larry does. Larry Mack. And they're just, uh, they're really a neat deal to film your hunts and get second angles on for the TV show. And if you want, if the, uh, the zoom and everything on there with the 4k, you can't beat it. So we're, we're very happy to have Tacticam on the show now. So. 705 core Corey Corey's watching us man what is the deal with my eyes I can't. did I not get enough sleep last night I can't sleep Corey's watching us how you doing Corey good morning <laughs> yeah Andrew's over there running the controls so we had our big draft this week I'm a little upset I didn't get my homie I had it all lined up I yeah, want, I, you were all set. I did. I did. I was all lined up to get my homie and oh Jakey. Jake from State Farm. Took him away. Took him away. Third pick of the He was not pick. a good neighbor. No, not a good neighbor at all, man. I'm telling you. That's Jake from State Farm. I don't care what he's wearing. He was just rude. <laughs> it's just not nice. No. So. Stole that away. And you're Calvin Cook. Huh? Dalvin? Yeah, Dalvin Cook, yeah. I'm not worried. I'm not so mad about that. Morning, Eric. Over there at Luminoc, over in Illinois. Mark, good to see you. Do it. How you doing, buddy? Nah, that's the way it goes. It's just going to... Uh... <laughs> Eric, man. You, you know, I love Eric Price. Him and his family over there at Luminoc. Not only do they make an illuminating knock that's just awesome, in the made in the good old U.S. of A. They're just nice people. I like them. They're, they're good folks. Good folks. Good folks. So, anyway, Andrew and I are going to be tussling through the year. Yep. Yeah. Another year. Another Another year. at it. Another year. Give me something to do in the tree stand, that's for sure. <laughs> so, next week's going to be kind of different. We're going to be doing the show live from Kentucky. Kentucky. I'm going to be down at the grand opening of the new Sportsman's Warehouse store at Crescent Springs, Kentucky. Uh, Sportsman's asked me to go down there and cover that. So Larry Mack and I from Respect the Game TV will be there, and uh, we'll see what uh, what we can ha- say hi to everybody and visit. But uh, I don't think I've ever been to Crescent Springs, Kentucky, so it's always neat. I always like seeing new parts of the country. You know, I used to go to Kentucky every year when I was a kid. And we used to go down to Kentucky Lake because where my grandfather was born is actually underneath Kentucky Lake when they when they built the reservoir. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, we went down there every year and, uh, man, tremendous fishery down there. They got great smallmouth and crappie and good largemouth bass down there, catfish and, uh, Barkley Lake, which is the sister lake of, uh, it's the, it's called land between the lakes. 
and uh, Barclay Lakes, it's a more shallow lake than Kentucky, but uh, man, it's a, that's a good fishery too. But yeah, it's been a while since I've been down to Kentucky. Get back down there. Get down there and get some red-eye gravy on some, my, my breakfast. Just don't put coleslaw in anything. <laughs> yeah, no coleslaw on my sandwich. You don't even know what red-eye gravy is, do you? No, but. What is your, you, you want to know? Red-eye gravy is a gravy made out of coffee that you put over your, your uh, biscuits and stuff. Gives you, uh, gives you the jolt. Yeah. Or, it's, it's or a, not. It's a, it's, a coffee gr- it's a coffee-based gravy, but that's why they call it red-eye. Uh-huh. Speaking of coffee, thank you, Caribou Coffee. I got my Caribou Coffee keeping me awake this morning. Thanks, Clint. Oh, man, I tell you, what a morning. Mark, good morning, buddy. Good to see you. Joe, I had the honor of doing a podcast this week. Uh, the guys from Keystone Outdoors over in Pennsylvania, Rob and Matt, called me and said, would you, would you, do us a, would you be willing to do a podcast for us? And I said, well, yeah, that's awful nice of you to ask me to do that. And I love talking to hunting with everybody. And, uh, they, uh, they had me on for an hour. So I didn't know we could chat for an hour, but we did. And, uh, they, if you get a chance, go check out Keystone Outdoors and, uh, they're good folks over there. I met them at the ATA show and, uh, every night after the show, good morning, Dr. Don. And Hey, there's my bear guy, Gary, Gary and Nancy Peck. Up in Minnesota. Stay safe up there. Um, I just love those guys. We, uh, we, we'd, uh, spend the night at the sports bar eating chicken wings and, Oh man, I'm telling you having some barbecue wings and stuff. What a night, huh? I'll tell you what, man, you get on, you stay on your feet for about 12, 14 hours on that concrete and stuff. It's nice to kick back and have a cold frosty one and, and some wings. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And usually that's all, you know, I'm a one beer, one, two at the most. And I just, I haven't drank in years, you know, so, but boy, if my back's hurting or something, one, one good old draft beer does, it does help a little bit. So that's good. Put the pin down. I'm not putting my pin down, Clue Patch. <laughs> can you hear that? I guess you can. You can hear that when I'm, that's just me. I'm a fidget. That's my fidget spinner. I need to get you an official one. A fidget spinner? Yeah. Now, you know, uh, you know what I usually have is, uh, I usually have my release, my handheld release and stuff. That's my fidget spinner. Oh yeah. For when I'm in a tree stand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, clue patch, man. He's always got a, he's always got a harp on. He's, stuff. he's always, he's always on you. Yeah. You know, can't say good morning. You know, can't say, you know, Hey, how you doing buddy? You know? <laughs> yeah, no. he's always keeping you honest yeah, it's just you know it's a pen yeah, Corey's going I agree thanks Corey yeah that's alright you know Corey that cost you buddy because I was going to make you a deal on that ta- on the, on the, that camera Mark told me you were looking for a camera and I said you know my plumber needs a camera that's fine I'll help him out but I don't, you know you're going to pick on me Corey I just I'm going to add 50 bucks to that you know, there you go. So anyway, free fishing weekend, uh, this weekend, it won't cost you anything to go, uh, wet a line, go take your kids, pack them up, go, uh, go down to, uh, the nearest little watering hole that you can find and get out there and, uh, catch some crappie, some bluegills and or catfish, whatever you like to fish for. And, uh, it would be a great time to do that. Cause you don't have to get a license this weekend. It's all free. You get to fish on the state, let the state pay for it. 
take advantage of it. Absolutely. Go for it. See, why why can't we have a free deer hunting weekend? Well, that's just too much money down the drain for the state. Well, it would be. It'd be you know, we but we you know, we need to petition for that. A free bow hunting weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'd say shoot for a day first and then extend it out to a weekend. Or you know what? Or um I'm gonna use it this weekend in Texas. Listen to him. Uh or you know, maybe give a free doe tag. There you go. There you go. I, a free doe tag. Hey. You buy simple. buy buy your any deer permit and then get a free doe tag weekend. How about that? Yeah. That'd be a great outreach. Oh my gosh. Any anybody at the DNR listening to that? <laughs> free D one one doe tag per person. I hope you don't take a pen to the deer stand. No, Jeffy, I have my uh I I have other things to keep me occupied in the deer stand. I got my grunt call. Oh, hey, speaking here, uh when I get back from Kentucky, I've had several requests and uh for uh, deer call karaoke. And you know, the last time I did deer call karaoke, it was really hard to distinguish what tune I was trying to play. So I thought, well, what would be a good compromise? So, Andrew, when I get back from Kentucky, we're going to do Elk Bugle Karaoke. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I, like I, I think I can get the tunes out a little better on that Elk Call than I can the, the Grunt Call. There you go. Yeah. So You got to yeah, go with what you can work with here. Well, you know, you got to keep it gotta yeah. keep it interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is radio, by the way. Yeah, so we'll have prizes when we get back. So, yeah. Everything's kind of getting back to normal as much as possible, so you guys will be able to pick up uh, prizes here. So when and not not next weekend, but the weekend after, so two weeks from today, we'll have uh, trivia or we'll have elk bugle karaoke. All right, just for you because you wanted it. So, Craig, how you doing, man? Landon, good to see you. I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. So other than that, man, that's a. That's about it. Uh, we got Big Red coming in here in a few minutes, and uh, we'll see what he, he is up to. I was out at the store, what was that, yesterday or the day before, and was uh, visiting with some folks out at Sportsman's. There you go. Yeah, I went over to JLM Guns this week. Danny got a new gun. Actually, my son bought his first gun. I was very proud of him. He bought a uh, he bought him something he's been wanting, so I met him over there, and I helped him out just a little bit, because... We, we kind of did some trading, my son and I. So, but uh, anyway, he's all tickle pink. And Mike was very nice about it and he helped him out a little bit. And Mike's always good about helping the kids out, man. When kids come in, he he, he always gives them a, a box of shells or he's always giving kids something. And Mike's got, you know, he's, you wouldn't think of it if you looked at him because he kind of looks like Frankenstein on, on, uh, on uh, three days rest. <laughs> Only you can say that. Well, he picks on me all the time, so I figured <laughs> I'd get a little retribution. But he's always helping out with the kids, so, you know, there you go. But I don't know. <laughs> Dan, what about the rest of us hunting? Can we get free? Well, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, if, you know, I, I'm just, I you know, I bow hunt more than anything, so I was thinking maybe a free deer tag, maybe a free waterfowl weekend. What's wrong with that? I, I you know, I, I'm, I mean, really, I, next time I talk to Dale and everybody over at the DNR, I'm going to make some suggestions. I'll say, Hey, free waterfowl weekend. You know, the one thing about the coronavirus that did that I don't think a lot of people were expecting. I, I kind of thought about it because 
I'm doing it all the time. People that hunt and fish are professional social distancing folks. They've been doing it for years. We don't really want to be around anybody when we're hunting and fishing. We want to be off and because that's where usually where the better fishing and the better hunting is. So, you know, when we go bow hunting, we're social distancing. Uh, when we go fishing, you know, we try to get away from everybody and find a little secret, you know, some structure, some brush piles or whatever we're, you know, whatever kind of, uh, underwater situation we're looking for, for stacking fish, you know? So, you know, the outdoors is, you know, we've been doing it for a long time. One of the, one of the benefits of the, of the, of the pandemic was they've had record sales across the Midwest for fishing permits and hunting permits and a record number of uh, people out there in the field hunting. So it's a you know, if anything, people were bored, they were looking for something to do to get out of the house where they could stay away from people. A lot of folks have discovered fishing and hunting for the first time. And that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. We got to keep that going. I don't want the pandemic anymore, but you know, we got to keep people, you know, put, I've always said in 24 years of doing the shows, if you put a rod and reel or a shotgun or a bow in a child's hands, they are going to have such a more richer life. Mm-hmm. You're going to they're going to, they're going to learn life skills. They're going to learn self-confidence. They're going to, they're, they're just going to understand and get an appreciation for conservation and the ecosystem that they, they wouldn't sitting on the couch playing with that PlayStation, you know? Yeah. Well, there's more responsibility added to it. It's just overall better. Yeah. You know, another one of my fidget spinners is a fishing reel. Ah, there you go. Fishing reel. That's another one of my fish, my fidget spinners there. So. 718 and some change here on a 1350 ESPN. So we're going to hit a real quick break. Hi, Rhonda. How you doing, kiddo? Craig, good to see you. Uh, thank you for checking us out here on 1350 ESPN. We appreciate that. Uh, went out and saw the fine folks at Imperial RV. They are bringing this live stream to you on Facebook. I appreciate Denise and Zach for doing that. They have been blowing through their inventory. I When, when all this hit, I told Denise, she was kind of, you know, she goes, man, I don't know what, you know, what's going to happen with the economy. The economy's shutting down. I said, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Don't panic because your business is going to go through the roof. She goes, why do you know that? I go, what happened in 2008? She goes, we had record sales. Well, people were not going anywhere in 2008. When everything hit in 2008, what happened? staycations remember remember staycations that's when that that got that term got coined and everybody started buying campers they started buying camping gear they started fishing and they just they stayed home and they recreated around around the the house they didn't go on extravagant trips or oh you know on cruises and stuff like that i go same thing's going to happen right now people are going to be they're going to be doing more staycations and man i nailed it because they they hardly (laughs) They're hoping that they can start getting more inventory in. They've been blowing through their inventory. So I, they still got campers. Don't get me wrong. They still got campers. But if, you, uh, if you're if you looking to go get you an RV or a camper, uh, however you want to say that, go over to Imperial RV in Indianola and tell them Outdoors Dan sent you, and they'll take great care of you. Tell them you want the Outdoors Dan discount. And, uh, and tell them you watch them on Facebook Live when we're doing the show, and they'll do something for you. I guarantee it. They will. All right, it is 7.20 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Let me hit a real quick break. Gordon, good to see you. 
Sue, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, we will be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. Everybody's wondering and wanting to know what's your name? Who's that girl with the prettiest smile in the world? No one gets me the most is Welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Brought to you in part by our good friends out at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? Well, you go off to uh, Archery Field and Sports in Altoona or Sportsman's Warehouse in Ankeny, and you can do that, and uh, you'll see why I say to check it out. All right. Hey, Don. We're getting ready to cut. There's Don. Big Red's watching us on Facebook. He always kind of checks in before, you know, being sneaky. Well, he needs to know what you're up to beforehand. Well, yeah, I in don't order want, to brace himself, I don't want him to know what I am talking about beforehand. Well, there goes the spontaneity. I know, you know, that's not good. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was something else I was wanting to tell you all about. Oh, realtor Rob, I uh, it was kind of funny. Uh, Iowa Pest and Termite came over to the house because we get a quarterly, um, oh, how do you say that? A cl- a quarterly maintenance schedule, and what uh, and I and I love the guys because they're so they're so nice and you know uh, they hunt and fish so we get a little bit something to talk about and you know uh, the one guy that I, I really like he uh, he'll sit there and when he goes downstairs if I'm down there working he'll go hey can you, where'd you get that one at how you know so he wants the whole story so I get a chance to tell a, a few about a few things about some of the hunting trips I was on but anyway they do a great job and. Uh, when they were over this week, they said, Hey, we ran into somebody that just loves you. And I said, really? He goes, this guy's name's Rob. And I go, really? He goes, yeah, they said they love your show. And I said, well, that's awful nice of them. And he, he goes, uh, his name's Rob. And he goes, um, I go, where's he live at? And he goes, um, I can't remember where he said Rob lived, but he goes, Rob Bish is his name. I said, that's real to Rob. Yeah. He's, he's actually one of the guys on, uh, one of our partners on the show. See, that just goes to show you that if you have good clients, a lot of them work together. You know, good people work with good people. That's just the way life goes. Yeah. So, hey, if, you want, if you're looking for a new home, you want to call a realtor, Rob, he'll be able to tell you, you know, hey, listen, we'll make sure that everything's pest-free before you move in with Iowa Pest and Termite. You could do like a package deal. There you go. How about that? Who wouldn't want that? Absolutely. You know, I'm telling you, man. Go for it. It's a, it's a, it's a system. Oh, I just thought that was kind of funny. So, all right. So free fishing weekend today. The, uh, they has, uh, the Iowa department of resources has, uh, said, go fish. We don't want your money. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to be going to thousands of miles of rivers and neighborhood ponds to go check out their favorite spots this weekend. There's also plenty of options to help you find a spot less crowded. You can easily keep six feet apart between you and other groups. Keep the farmer, keep the fun summer going long all along, all summer, man, am I, am I, is it like, am I having, am I having issues here this morning? Uh, you can also buy your fishing license after this weekend and you can just go to go out Iowa online licensing system. So anyway, don't need that this weekend. Go out there and catch some fish and put some uh, hush puppies in there. Say hi to Raven. Oh, thanks. Clue patch. Hi puppy. Raven. I love you. What you doing, little buddy? 
Raven, you sweet little dog, you. There you go. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> oh, Kent's cooking down in Missouri. He's smoking. His family owns a barbecue restaurant down there, and they go through so many thousands of pounds of meat a week. It's it's crazy. But you know what his favorite sauce is now? What? Cookies. Aha. Cookies barbecue sauce. There you go. Um, hey, check this out. <clears throat> the Iowa Department of Natural Resources outfitted a greater sandhill crane. You know what a crane, a sandhill crane's nickname is in the in the hunting community? What's that? Roast beef of the sky. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> it tastes like roast beef. There you go. Oh man, crane's good. Anyway, they fitted one with a GPS transmitter as part of a small pilot study to learn more about the unique species that is increasingly calling Iowa's wetlands home. Yeah, them cranes are mean, man. They'll peck your eye out. You ever you ever seen a sandhill crane? They're huge. Yeah. They're the ones that make that really annoying noise when they're flying over you that just drives you nuts. You think you're in a horror movie sometimes. Well, I'm telling you, it's just, they just, they're, they're annoying. Anyway, uh, Matt Garrick over there is a research specialist for the Iowa DNR's Clear Lake office. He says they're doing a tracking device on the crane. Hopefully this today will help shed some light on the behavior patterns of these birds. Matt, I'll save you the trouble. They're vicious. They're mean. They will spear you with that beak, man. Stay away from them. Uh, they're trying to learn more about the cranes, the habitat they use, and where they nest and their migration habits. So, anyway, greater sandhill cranes that were uh, extinct from Iowa in the late 19th century due to the habitat loss and overharvest as their historic wetlands re- habitats returned and population recovered. The sandhills began to return to Iowa and the first documented successfully nesting here in 1992. Today's Sandhill nests have been documented in 27 counties. Sandhill cranes can live up to 35 years in the wild. That's a long time for a wild bird. Uh, they generally have small clutches, two eggs, and fewer than 30% survive to take flight. The small pilot study is a partnership between the Iowa DNR and Iowa State University. Sandhill cranes are protected in Iowa, so don't hunt them. That means you got to leave them alone. No crane for you. No crane no, for you. No crane for you. No crane for you. There you go. Shane, Danny, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you guys. All right. Uh, well, I think that's, uh, I think I'm caught up. So there you go. All right. So I tell you what we'll do. It is 731 and some change. You want to call Big Red? See what Big Red's doing? That was, a, we only took one break, right? Let me get caught up. I'm a little behind. I don't know why I'm behind. Because I really wasn't going off on anything today. It's it's just such a mystery, Dan. I don't know. I, you know, usually I'm, you know, quarter after. Yeah. Bottom of the hour. Quarter till. I'm on my clock, you know. But yeah. Not today. They've, the the pen has thrown you off. Yeah, it's Clue Patch griping about my pen. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah. You're, your balance is thrown off. Everything, man. You know. You're a wreck. I'm a wreck. It's crazy. All right, we'll be right back with Big Red from Sportsman's Warehouse right here on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Tyler, good morning. Robin, good morning to you. Good to see you. Thank you for checking us out on Facebook Live. We appreciate that. So, uh, anyway, uh, we got free fishing weekend going on right now. There's gar- garlic worms and, uh, crickets and, and catfish livers and, uh, well, the catfish are eating the chicken livers 
You know, you got doe baits going. Uh, there's things in the water like crazy right now. People trying to get that old, that little, that little tug. Get that edge. Get that tug on the line, man. I'm telling you, I want to hear that. I, I'm the same way though. You know, when I'm out there, I, you know, the best thing about fishing is when you see that bobber go down or they, you, you, you feel that thump when you're sitting there throwing a crankbait or yeah. a little rooster tail or road runner or exactly you know get you a little get you a little soft tail grub or mm -hmm. whatever you're whatever you're fishing with go for it i know i'm telling you it's the way to go donovan Hewell down there in kansas is watching us this morning good morning donovan good to see you buddy rick good morning let's go see what big red is up to over there in sportsman's warehouse what are you doing there br 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 big red br I am just enjoying life. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everybody. Uh, Andrew is gonna take you in the other studio. There's Andrew. See, so they can hear Don the big red machine. So anyway, I had some fun over at the store the other day. I was taping some stuff. Store looks busy. I talked to Jason. They said that uh, you guys got a ton of fishing stuff. Your your fishing department has just been hammered, man. Tell me about it. Yeah. I don't know how we keep our sales up. We have sold out of so much stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but you were busy. I had three people when I was trying to film stuff in there. I had three people come, hey, can you help me with that? I said, absolutely, I'll be right back. And I hit the old, got the old intercom phone out there and said, hey, uh, so, uh, attention, Sportsman's Warehouse customers. Customer service needed in a fishing department, please. Did you hear me do that? A couple times. Yeah, I figured that. I'm sitting there going, yeah, Don's sitting there probably just shaking his head. What does he think he works here? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they pay you more than they pay me, so why not? Oh, they don't pay me, Don. They just send me they send me gift cards and stuff. They appreciate you a lot. Yeah, I think I do get to go to Kentucky uh, to the Crescent Springs store. That's exciting next week. I'm excited. Uh, I get to meet the CEO, and uh, I think one of the buyers is going to be there. And uh, Jared Tanner, I actually get to meet Jared after working with you guys for 15 years. That sounds like it'll be a fun trip for you. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's always neat seeing a new part of the country and doing the radio show live from a different state. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Well, being in a new store is fun, too, because they, they'll get the latest and greatest in there. So you can you can do my spying for me. Tell me what I'm missing. Okay. I'll be more than happy to you know make you a list of, of stuff, but uh, <laughs> that's not a problem. So we're going to start doing uh, seminars and stuff next month at the store, uh, in, uh, as far as you know, right? They're going to start having the concealed carry classes again? Yes, those are starting with some restrictions. So I can I can only imagine that's going to open up for all of the rest of our, our normal events, seminars, and those type of things. Well, I would think, you know, I mean, you can stagger that out in the back. I mean, keep everybody socially apart, right? Sure, we have plenty of room. Uh, back in the area where we usually assemble and, and we'll be able to to uh, maintain our social distancing while still being able to participate in these events. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just have to bring me a megaphone or something. You know? No, I think your mouth's big enough. <laughs> Don! Slingshot, Andrew, come on. <laughs> oh, he's over there on his phone. He's not paying attention. He didn't hear what oh, you sure. said. Yeah, he, he, he gave me a real big sl slur, a dig. And you didn't give him a rim shot. Yeah. Yeah. See, he's not, see, he's slacking as a producer these days. He doesn't wear his headphones anymore. So he can't hear what the, what the phone conversations are, you know? And then he's over on his phone. I have no idea who he's talking to. And it's like, you know, you're supposed to be paying attention to the show, Andrew. 
John? It's hard to get good help sometimes. Yeah, it's hard to get good help sometimes. Uh, oh, I hear Andrew's the best. So. Ouch. It's <laughs> a double team here. Ouch. Yeah. yeah, you know. But, you know, he could sit there and say, you get what you pay for. You know, so, you know, it works both ways, right, Don? It does, unfortunately. Yeah. He's getting tired of me paying him in Jell-O and uh, Sportsman's Warehouse coupons. What's wrong with that? That's well, how they pay me. Yeah, you know, I, I thought I was, you know, I thought he was getting well compensated. He he came over the other day. I gave him a cooler full of Milo Locker meat, so he should be happy. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I filled him up, so... Well, you know, working with you ought to be compensation enough. Well, that's what I think. Just working with me should be uh, should be the reward, you know. You know, get to spend two hours of awesomeness, you know, in your in your week, you know. <laughs> Not everybody can say that. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't even say that either. Uh, so anyway, uh, the fishing department is smoking there, and uh, I saw people looking at kayaks and other stuff. I I saw two people buying paddles while I was there. So yeah, you guys are busy. It's just weird. We we cannot keep kayaks or canoes in the store. The fishing line gone. Um, it's great. People are out taking advantage of this great weather and and the the opportunities to fish around here. And um, I mean, it, it, it kind of shoots our department full of holes. But the good news is people are enjoying the outdoors. So yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's people are doing record numbers in outdoor recreation right now, which is nice. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, fishing report for the week. You get, did you get one? Uh, everything's fair to good. Uh, I would suggest everybody fishing early or late in the evening. With the heat, they're not you know the fish bite's not going to be very good. So if you go early morning or go look at the last two hours of the evening, you should be uh, or you know fish at night. You know night fishing is a lot of fun. Just be safe. But I would concentrate on that and Big Creek and uh, Brushy Creek, uh, all the the Spirit Ogaboji. All those look pretty good. Uh, trout streams, banner pits looked all right. There, there was some good fishing reports this week. Yeah, lots. Of, I, I go through and I highlight all the goods or excellence in red, and there's a lot more red this week. Yeah, so, well, that's because uh, good every, time to get out. Good time to get out. All right, big feller. Anything else going on? Hey, we have our Father's Day ad started yesterday. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't see that. Anything good? Well, it's an electronic ad, so it's, it's, you can check it out on our website. Um. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. There's some some uh, opportunities to save some money to to set yourself up with fishing gear, mm-hmm. which is a a good time. Um, I would imagine you all have sorts of stuff. Uh, there's sleeping bags, tents, chairs. I was gonna say camping gear, smokers, grills. Uh, yep, yeah. smokers. One thing to be to be cognizant of, though, if you come in and sh- uh, look for something on our ad, what was that word? Cognizant. Yeah, cognizant. The, yeah, resellable. What was that? Three syllables. Three, I, three. Not, I I apologize. It's it's before eight o'clock. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, that Old. was that Thank was you, Andrew. Yeah, that was two syllables right there. <laughs> Our symbols. What? Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, just so you're aware, mm. uh, we we likelihood they're going to be out of some of the items that someone might come in and and desire to purchase. So don't be afraid to ask for uh, a rain check or an item that we can substitute. Okay. Because we are more than happy to take care of our customers any way we can, knowing that this unprecedented demand that we're having right now uh, kind of caught our buyers by surprise. And well, kind of wiped, I'll tell you what, Camp, wiped out our, Camp Chef, go ahead. Camp Chef is they can't they they can't keep up with demand. At when everybody when everybody was uh, social distancing and staying home working, 
everybody started cooking and they, the smokers and the grills retail business is through the roof this year. It's, it, it's unprecedented how many, the level of demand for some of these items, especially yeah. color grills. You know what I was going to buy? And I don't know if you have this at the store or not, but I didn't know they had them. Did you know that they got pellet grill? They've got pellet wood pizzas, wood smoking pizza ovens. Did you know that pellet, pellet wood smoking pieces oven? Yeah, it's like a pellet. Gr- <laughs> it's like a pellet grill or a pellet smoker that uses pellets. It's a pizza oven that's powered by pellet by wood pellets. Well, there's there's actually two different versions of that. Do you have them at the store? Yeah, there's, uh, there's one that Green Mountain Grill makes uh-huh. that you use if you have a Green Mountain pellet grill. Mm-hmm. You simply you know open the lid and take out your grates, and this sits right over the fire pot. Mm-hmm. And we'll give you that that five minute, eight hundred degree brick oven cooking sensation that you have with those pizzas. And uh, I have been cooking those uh, frozen pizzas and and were they not the Pop, Papa Murphy's? What's the ones that that are raw that you get to cook at home? Well, Papa Murphy's. Papa, oh man, I've not had a better pizza than that thing on my pellet grill. Hmm. Now this is this is actually what I when I was looking at it's actually independent it's its own little oven but you you put it out oh, really? yeah you have it outside it cooks your pizza in a minute and a half wow yeah I mean and it smokes it so I I'm gonna have to look at that because I love I love a brick oven pizza yeah uh, me too yeah that's good stuff all right tell yes, them, sir tell them where they can find you as always just off exit ninety mm-hmm. Don't try 92 because it's closed, but exit 90 (laughs) across the street from Carl Chevrolet. There you go. Hey, and don't forget now it's free fishing weekend. So don't, don't try to sell them a fishing license unless they want to go after this weekend. (laughs) It's a great weekend to get out. You bet. Absolutely. When you can fish on the state, I, I was saying earlier that we should have a free hunt, a bow hunting weekend or a free waterfowl weekend. You know, you should you know, get a free, give everybody a free doe tag. You buy your bow tag for the year. Get a get a free doe tag for a weekend. You know, I think the DNR should listen to you. I think they should. It would recruit more people. I'm telling you, free free waterfowl weekend. You know, have a free weekend for waterfowl. I'm telling you, hey, man. Maybe we can go, go down to Des Moines and and, and pick it outside the capital. Uh, yeah, no, well, I don't think we need to pick it. I just think we. Yeah, need let's to, send Dan down there. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Oh, they love it when I go to the DNR. Yeah, oh. I absolutely love it. They do. They parade and everything. I don't know about a parade, but boy, we have some fun, con, some really good constructive conversations. Yes, we do. I bet we do. I do. We do. Don, you be good. I'll see you after a while. Thanks, Dan. Always good. Always. Thank you, buddy. Have a good weekend. We'll see you. You too. Yeah, there he goes. Big Red from Sportsman's Warehouse. Seven forty-eight and some change here on thirteen fifty ESPN. We will be right back. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Got a girl from the south side, got brazen hair. First time I seen her walk by, and I about fell up on my chair. All right, welcome back to 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. So... Uh, 3Ds, a lot of 3Ds are being canceled across the state. I saw back home in my state of Missouri where I grew up, the Washington Town Country Fair was canceled. I can't believe that. Um, I talked to Speed the other day. I, they're, 
Have they have they decided if the Iowa State Fair is going to be canceled or not? He said that they're still discussing that. That's still in discussion. They have not made yeah. a final decision. Although county fairs across the state are dropping like flies. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. It really is. Now, I'm not. I really don't want to talk about the riots and all this other stuff and the protesting. I I I, I did a Facebook live this week for 15 minutes, and I you know because I, I I'll be honest with you, I was just heartbroken. Just I was just sick inside, and that's more than I've said in 24 years of broadcasting about political stuff. And I I really don't want to do that again. I just don't. But it's just it's amazing to me that they had all these people congregating together, and you're not hearing of any outbreaks. And in Washington, was it Washington D.C. or New York? They had zero zero cases or zero deaths I think it was zero deaths of the corona I think we're I think you know we're starting to find out a lot of this stuff was misreported and miscalculated and uh, there's been several several th- people I've seen on national TV that said that uh, the, the calculations were totally wrong on the virus so I don't know I it just it, you know nobody's really saying anything about the protesting and stuff being together and you know Here's the thing. I will say this. Everybody that you're wearing a mask, if you look at the WHO recommendations, the World Health Organization, if you're not sick, they tell you not to wear a mask. If you're not coughing and hacking and have a fever, they don't want you wearing a mask. Because those masks, unless you have the professional grade mask, they don't work. They're not going to protect you. So it's giving you a false sense of security is what it's doing. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I, uh, that, that's a good point that you brought up, especially with, uh, the, the protesters and how nobody got, nobody, well, we, nobody that. that we know of yet. Yeah. But when, you know, when we had the, all the people, although the, you know, the, the big national outrage about like the Lake of the Ozarks, everybody down there, yeah. there, there's no, there's no cases of coronavirus being reported in those areas. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. And the uh, same with all these protests around, like you said, that's a good point. Yeah. Really good point. So I don't know. I, 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 you know, I guess it's okay to err on the side of caution, you know, but I hate to see some of this stuff being canceled because I think some of these decisions are being, they're being based on false data. They're, you know, they're, they're not listening to the right people or I don't know. It's just aggravating. So we'll see what happens. I think a lot of people have already had it and didn't know they had it. Yeah, and well, and I think a lot of a lot of it was that it passed through. They didn't even know us. They didn't even know about it, and probably didn't give it. Probably didn't spread it on. Yeah. Um, well, it, I, I think it. I think it was here October, November of last year. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's. That's great, just my opinion. The great thing is, we're all healthy. I mean, most of us anyway. Most of us are healthy, ready to go. Just don't hear much about the virus anymore these yeah, exactly. days. Exactly. I mean, it's at, yeah. it's high time we start we stop talking about that. Yeah. Well, I think talking about it's okay. I just don't think we need to panic about it because that was the biggest thing. The media was making everybody panic, and we don't need to do that. Speaking of panic, I got to go. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. Let's crank it on up, yeah, with a little bit of luck. 
Welcome back to hour number two of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. This hour is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. If you haven't taken that shootability challenge yet, go try out the new Cure, the Ember, and uh, I think you'll be pretty happy. Hey, and one thing I don't think a lot of folks know about Elite Archery. Did you know if you if you become a partner with Elite, if you buy a Cure or an Ember or a Ritual, and you go, say you go hunting with our next guest out to uh, California or out on the West Coast. Say you are out there and gosh forbid somebody runs over your bow, you drop your bow, a bow breaks the or the string you, you accidentally hit your string or cable with your broadhead and you're out you're not even near an archery shop. What are you gonna do? If you're on a hunt of a lifetime, what are you gonna do? Well, here's what you do. You pick up the phone the next morning or that evening if it's within business hours and you call the fo- the co- fine folks at customer service at Elite. Tell them what you got, that your bow happened, what happened to your bow. They will overnight you another bow set up, ready to shoot. So you can finish up your hunt. Did you know that no other bow company has the hunt guarantee that elite does? And I tell you what, to me, that's pretty awesome. So go check that out at elitearchery.com. All right, let's head over to the phones. We're talking with Dominic. He was out there building a duck blind yesterday from Kershaw knives. Did you use your Kershaw knife there, Dom? You know what I did? Uh, <laughs> I had cut, I had cut some, um, lilac branches from my yard to use to kind of just break up the shape of the blind yesterday. And I was scoring the bottom of the, those lilac branches when I stuck them in the ground, hoping that they'll take for next year and I don't have to do it again. Yeah, there you go. You know, uh, did you use your camp, uh, your camp, um, Oh, what, what is it? The, what's the big uh, camp knife? The camp, uh, camp five is, camp, is the camp, new one for this year. Yeah. Yeah. No, the camp five is the sheaf knife. That's the little one. What's the big one called? Oh, the, the, well, we got the camp 10 all the way to the, uh, yep, the, the camp 18. No, the camp 10 is what I was thinking of. Thank you. That thing, that thing is a must have for camping or outdoor adventures. It's like, it's like a better machete that you've ever had. It's, it's the Kershaw machete edition boy that thing is it's and it's got a great sheaf on it it's a great knife man yeah people people sing the praises of that thing all the time it's, it's definitely a great one well i use it when i'm building natural ground blinds if i'm if i'm deer hunting in a spot that uh, a hub style blind is just not going to work it's if it's real tight or whatever and man that thing's great for you know taking down corn stalks or milo stalks and or if I'm in some cedars or pines, man, I can, I can whittle me out a little, uh, natural ground blind pretty slick. And you know, when I'm, or like when I'm going elk hunting here in a few months, I'll have that with me. And those things are great for building natural ground blinds there too. I, I, that's just a, it's an overall great tool to carry with you, Dom. Yeah. And the nice thing about that tent is it's, you know, it, it is a machete style, uh, but it, it it's not real big. So it, you know, it, it doesn't add a lot of weight to you and, but it still packs a punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love. I actually, if it's not raining, I love. I actually prefer filming or hunting out of a natural ground blind. You can see more, and it's just you got great cover scent. If you can get into some cedars or pines, you got you know that to mask mm-hmm. your scent a little bit. I, it's an awesome way to uh, to go out there and try to hunt. I, I've always enjoyed that. Yeah, That's and pu- it just adds to the experience too of putting you know having to put in the work and you know put something together when you're out in the field. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I know you guys have been busy. What's new on the fishing market these days for your fishing knives? We got free fishing weekend going on in Iowa right now. I thought it'd be a great time to have you on and talk about some of your fishing knives. Yeah, it's actually free fishing weekend here in Oregon too. Is it really? There you go. Uh, yeah. Steel are you, uh, unfortunately Steelhead. Unfortunately What? Are you are you fishing for steelhead, shark? What what are you doing? Shark. Uh yeah, not not me. Uh, I mean if that's what float somebody's boat, uh, I'm not going to judge him for it, but no, I'm, I'm normally, uh, you know, in the summertime, walleye, bass, uh, we do have summer steelhead and, and there's still a little bit of the, uh, the, the, the salmon run going on, but, uh, yeah, normally I'm a, I'm a bass and walleye guy. No, oh, I love walleye, man. That's awesome. Hey, are you guys still having problems or how far away from the ocean are you? Uh, Portland, I'm, I'm in the suburb of Portland. Uh, we're about, oh, 90 minute drive from the the coast yeah are they still having problems with the seals swimming up river up in the columbia and that uh and eating all the fish yeah uh you know fortunately our our fish and wildlife department uh got federal permission last few years to do lethal removal uh prior to that what they were doing it was it was really a uh a game of cat and mouse they would trap the sea lions at basically in Portland uh, mm-hmm. at one of our dams, drive them all the way to the coast, put them, put them in the mouth of the river. And then they would, they would drive back and they'd say a day or two later, they'd be trapped in the same sea lion again. But now we can leave, lethally remove sea lions that continue to come back up river. Well, they're just, they just need to be managed properly. I mean, they're, they, they're getting out of the populations out of control, which is, you know, you know, everybody likes sea lions, but we got to keep them. I mean, it's just, if you don't keep everything balanced, everything gets out of whack and it's not good for all the other, all the other critters. Exactly. They were, they, you know, they did a study and said, and it showed that, uh, you know, over 20% of our endangered, uh, steelhead run was being eaten at the dam, uh, ladder by sea lions. And we've oh. had record blow, uh, of that, of that steelhead run, uh, last few years. Well, you can't blame them. It's like a big sushi bar, man. exactly you know they they know where the eating's good man i'm telling you yeah then they don't have to deal with any sharks either you know right so or or you know we got we got we got orcas that go up and down the coast too so they they get to avoid those yeah so uh orca's a killer whale if you didn't know that andrew yeah, my producer, I got to help him out with You know something. what? You know, I, gotta, I get this verbal abuse. <laughs> you know, I just, this verbal beatdown. I'm just trying to help you. I want to make Don't sure go you Don't go easy on Dan. Make go sure ahead, Dan. Give, give him everything. We just want to make sure you understand what's going on. So, so uh, the fillet knives, you guys have always had great fillet knives. I love the tang of uh, the handle of that knife. It's it's not it doesn't slip out of your hand. And um, your blades, man, you run that over uh, well, when you take them out of the packaging, they're razor sharp, but you know, you all you got to do is just run that over like a workshop sharpener, like one or two times, and it's right back to factory specs, man. They they they're great for filleting. I I love them, and I actually like a manual knife over a, a mechanical or an electric because I can I can get in between the rib bones better, and it just it makes I can get a cleaner fillet than I can with an electric. Yeah. Yeah. I would say you know uh, in terms of the fillet knives. Especially in the you know in the summertime when you're looking at like walleye or something like that you mm-hmm. know uh, we've got that seven and a half inch or even the nine and a half inch those, those are the probably the two most popular. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then you got the you got the uh, you well you got them all the way up for commercial fishermen. Those things are huge. They're like they're like a big curved saber sword, man. Yeah, you know, like if you're out in the ocean, you're you know you're doing tuna charters or something like that. We've got a you know we've got a twelve inch curve that can that can pretty much tackle anything you can bring on the boat. Yeah, they do it. They do a good job. So, uh, you know, one of the things I love about you guys, and a lot of folks don't know this, but you guys have really good customer service. If someone has a Kershaw knife and they, they have problems keeping it sharp, they don't have a work sharp sharpener and you can send it right to Kershaw and you guys will take care of that for them. And, you know, and, uh, you guys stand behind your knives really well. I've always appreciated that about you guys. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, when you buy a knife, it, you know, it's going to work for the life of the knife for you. So, you know, it doesn't matter whether you just need it sharpened or whether you accidentally broke your pocket clip on your, you know, your pocket knife or you just, uh, all you have to do is go to our website, fill out a warranty form, send it back to us with the knife and we'll get it back in tip top shape and sent back to you. Yeah. Uh, any, how do you got, what do you guys look for when you engineer, not engineer new knives or new styles? What do you, what do you, what do you base that on? Are do you, do you listen to consumers or I know you've got some great knife designers there, you know, Ken onion, you guys worked with Ken, you've worked with other really, really good people, but what do you, what gets you guys motivated on new knives? You know, we're always looking for, uh, you know, new technology, what's popular in the marketplace, um, any uh, new unique blade steels with different uh, uh, scientific composites. Uh, and and obviously, um, the look of a knife is, is a big draw for a lot of people, too. So we're always looking at different and new styles. Now, what what is the best or the strongest or most durable knife blade, Dom, that you guys make? What, what material is the strongest? You know, that really depends on what you're using it for. I mean, you know, I get that question a lot. Like, what is what is the best blade steel? You know, is something that a lot of people have questions about. Um, just because there's so many different ones on the market. And and really, like I said, it depends on what you're doing. You know, if you're someone that lives in a, you know, in a, in a kind of, at, for example, the Oregon coast where you are in a salt environment, it's going to be completely different for you than somebody that lives, you know, in, in Des Moines, that is in a, you know, a completely different climate uh, and, and possibly doing different tasks. Mm-hmm. So we, we actually use a wide range of blade steels. Uh, I would say probably on the marketplace in terms of one of the most popular blade steels these days uh, would be like a, a, a S30V or uh, even like an M390. That's kind of people that are really, really into knives and, and, and different blade steels. Those are two really popular ones. And what, what is that, like a titanium, or what kind of material is that? Uh, well, it's steel. It's steel. Um, but they're, they're both powdered steels uh, versus, like, a, a rolled steel. And and the, what, what guys really like about the M390 is it's a really clean steel, so it polishes really nice. You can get a really nice shine to it, but it holds an, uh, an exceptional edge. Uh, so you can, you can really put a lot of abuse to that blade, uh, and, and still have, you know, an edge that can cut paper really cleanly. But with that, it can be very difficult to sharpen um, if you're not somebody that's really experienced in, you know, re-edging blades. So you do have a trade-off there with something like that. Yeah, and, I, you know, and you know, I know you guys, you know, ceramics, you know, that was kind of a big thing. Is that still, is that still in vogue in the knife community, ceramic blades? Uh, certainly there's, there's definitely people in the knife community that uh, still have an affinity for ceramic. Um, it's, I wouldn't say it's as popular as it was at its peak though. Yeah. What about Damascus steel? 
Yeah, Damascus is still another very popular, uh, popular steel. Um, I would say it's kind of, uh, you know, just like M390, it's kind of, you know, some people love it and some people, you know, could leave it. Yeah. How about vibranium? You know, we don't use that too much, but there's still definitely a place for it in the market. Is that really a real thing? I, I, I was just teasing you. That, I thought, the, isn't that like off of uh, the Wolverine? <laughs> hey, if you if you can if you can dream it, somebody can make it, right? Hey, I I think that's awesome, man. I uh, we need we need all that we can get, man. A little yeah. little verbranium going. So hey. I, I I don't know. I you know, listen. I've always been. Uh, I love folding knives. Uh, my favorite folding knife that you guys. And I hate to say this, but it, it, you've been it's been out for a few years. But I I still think the blur is my favorite. You know, and I love the leak. I love the shuffle. Um, you know, the, the, you got, you guys, there's, there's tons of knives out there that you guys have made, but I really like that, that blur. I, it just holds an edge and it's a great folder. I keep that in my pack and I, but I, you know, that camp five knife that you guys sent me, uh, this spring, uh, I, what a great sheaf knife, man. I'm going to carry that in the elk woods with me. I, I can't wait to use that. That that's a great knife. Yeah. It's uh you know, it's it's great utilitarian. Anything from just you know, if you're going camping for the weekend with the family, or you're deer hunting, or you know, you're doing work around the yard, it it can handle so much. Uh, and it 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 full tang blade, so it goes all the way through the handle. Really grip, you know, has a lot of great texture in the handle, so it's not going to slip out of your grip. And uh, you know, what I really like about it is. It's a pretty thin fixed blade, mm-hmm. and because of that, you can actually do some really good fine work with it. Uh, but because that D2 blade steel, uh, it has a lot of strength to it. So there's been times I'm using it and thinking for sure, you know, okay, here we go. This is the day I'm going to snap this sucker. And to my surprise, you know, it, it, they still hold up. Well, and I know a lot of folks like a smaller knife, like, uh, that after effect that you guys, I think that's brand new. I don't think I've seen that yet. I was looking on the website a couple days ago. I thought that looked really neat for a new one. And, uh, the, yeah, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say that's a great little uh, a little guy, you know, somebody that wants to put uh, something, you know, in the, in their purse or in the kind of console of the truck, or you know, even you know, if if they don't mind having something a little bit bulky on the keychain, you know, you can you can pretty much put that anywhere and have uh, you know a great little sidekick for you there. Yeah, and then like that Culpepper, you know, we're coming up on Father's Day, and I I I just remember when my dad was still with us. Uh, you know, one of the first things that I got when I was like 10, 10, 11 years old, he gave me a folding knife and that, like that, um, that Culpepper, that reminds me of the knife that my dad gave me a long time ago. That's, that's kind of like a retro knife, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, you know, we've seen a little bit of a resurgence in, in, you know, more of the traditionals back from the 60s, 70s and 80s. And that, you know, that Culpepper is definitely reminiscent of that. It's uh, a non-locking folding knife so just like what your you know your your grandpa probably carried when he was a kid um it kind of brings brings back that style mm-hmm. yeah and i can't believe that you guys are on what what number are you on the launches now is it like 12 or 13 yeah we're on the launch 12 that's crazy and if you don't know what that is that's that's the launch when the launch series came out folks you just press the button and it would flip the knife would it's uh it opens by itself it's it, that man. I cannot believe you're on model 12 already with those. Yeah. The, the, the launch series has been extremely popular. Um, 
the push button automatics and you know we started with the launch one several years ago and they just took off and so we continued to run with it just kind of change the style the design uh but they're they're really uh high quality premium uh materials titanium carbon or i'm sorry aluminum carbon fiber and then uh really high-end blade steel like the cpm 154 and and they do really well yeah they're they're a neat knife and what what do you sell more of? Do you sell more folders, more more of the launch style? I know you guys came out with even a butterfly last. I think it was last year. What do you what do you get the most demand for? Well, you know, if you look through our catalog, you'll see uh, the overwhelming majority of our product lineup uh, at this point is is, is folding knives. But um, our probably our number one sellers right now is the launch series. Now you could say that's because there's twelve different variations of them, mm-hmm. so there's more to there's more variety to sell there. Uh, but the, the, the popularity on those, uh, those auto opens are, are, is really high. Yeah. You know, who's a big fan of your knives is Larry McCoy. Well, you know, respect the game TV who I, I'm working with Larry now. We, him, him and I were in the Turkey blind together and I was filming for him. And, uh, I, he, we were there the turkeys were just driving us nuts this year cause they just wouldn't come in. So we had plenty of time to kill. So I'm just sitting there sharpening my knife and, I'd give him one of my knives and he'd sharpen it. And it was actually great. After like the second or third day, I was just handing him my knife and he was sharpening it for me. And I had all my Kershaw's razor sharp by the end of the week. It was awesome. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Larry's a big fan of their, of yours. And, um, you know, he loves a folder. I mean, he loves, uh, the, the easy assist. And I think you guys have more of a variety of uh of the easy assist knives those are the ones you just use your thumb to, to flip the blade out and man i tell you what you know you can't i i think everybody should have a knife for you know not only util you know u- utility reasons but for you know everybody should be carrying a knife these days because you just never know what situation you're going to be into you need to have something that you for personal defense i think everybody should have a knife especially ladies yeah. in, their, in their purse I know a lot. I get, I get, you know who I get more knife questions about these days from ladies. Yeah. There's no reason a lady shouldn't be carrying a pocket knife. No, not at all. Andrew, yeah, you know, I, I, I carry, uh, I carry concealed pretty much every time I leave the house, but I've always got a pocket knife as well. Yeah. I, you know, I always find, you know, there's always something that I need to either cut or sharpen or do something with, but I mean, it's just, it's always nice. And, I, I really think that's becoming in vogue. Any, you know, that, like I said, when I was growing up, everybody had a pocket knife. I mean, uh, that's that's just the way it is. But I, like I said, with Father's Day coming up, that's a great Father's Day gift. And uh, I think traditional things need to come back. And they, I think they are, Dominic. They really are. Hey, can you uh, can you hold through a break for me? Sure. All right, we'll be right back with Dominic from Kershaw Knives right here on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Yeah, what's your favorite song? If you're thinking what I'm thinking, we ain't gonna be in this bar too long. We'll be All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. My guest is Dominic from Kershaw Knives. We're talking a little bit about cutlery and outdoor functions and stuff like that. So, Dom, yeah, I know you said you were out there building a duck blind. What else do you like to hunt when you're out there in, in Oregon? You know, we're pretty lucky. We've got, uh, we've got it all for the most part. Uh, and I, and I try and do it all. Um, I, you know, mule deer, blacktail, turkey, spring bear, waterfowl, 
Um, you know, the one thing I say, I probably, I don't call myself an elk hunter just because, uh, I mean, I have gone elk hunting a few times in my life, but it's not something I do every year, but I should actually, uh, for the first time, pull a good elk tag this year. So maybe I'll call myself an elk hunter at the end of this year. Yeah. See, I call myself an elk supporter because I've been elk hunting (laughs) nine times and I've gotten one elk. (laughs) Hey, you're, you're one up on me. (laughs) I, 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 you know, it's, it's like turkey hunting on steroids, man. I, I just, when them, when them cows are out there and you, and you start calling back to them and you, then you start getting those bugles, those, uh, the, the bulls bugling back at you. It just, it's awesome. But boy, they frustrate the heck out of me. I had one at 42 yards last year in Colorado and it was across the fence. It was, I was a different property. I just couldn't shoot. And man, that uh, I thought that bull was going to, was going to cut through the fence there and go into the wallow. And I, if he did, I had him and he cut, went up, he went up the ridge and I just, I, when I'm filming myself, I can't move. I got a tripod camera and all that other stuff. And if I was just bow hunting, I could, I could have tried to, you know, move around a little bit, but that's, that's the bad thing about filming TV stuff. When you're by yourself, you're kind of stuck sometimes. Well, I can imagine. Yeah. But I love that. Oh man. I like Moose and elk are my two favorite wild game things to eat. I I love them. Yeah, I've had both, and they are both delicious. Yeah, I'm a, I'm actually going to try and do a moose hunt next year. I've been I talked to Larry Mack, and I said, man, I got to do it while I'm still young enough to do it because I want to. I, I but I I just that's something that's that's my bucket list hunt uh, was always to get a big old uh, either a Yukon just a I don't care if it's a Yukon moose or not, but. Just to have a fifteen hundred pound animal in that close of proximity, and um, I just can't imagine how exciting that's going to be. I imagine that makes you feel really small as well. Oh yeah, man! Have you ever been moose hunting? No, I haven't. You know, but that's that is my uh, my wife's bucket list uh, animal is uh, is getting a nice moose as well. So you guys share that in common. Yeah, I tell you what, they're just they're amazing. It's really crazy. So so, how's the economy out there? Are you guys coming back? Yeah, you know, uh, so here in Oregon, most of our counties um, have moved what, into what we call phase two um, of, I believe, three. And, uh, you, you know, I would say, surprisingly, this, this last week, uh, it, it, things felt kind of normal again. And it was, it was a really uh, a good feeling to kind of see all the businesses and restaurants back open. People can go and sit down and, you know, have a beer or whatever the case may be and, you know, it was uh, it was a real kind of a sigh of relief to, to see that. So things are things are moving along here. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, the camping industry is is booming. I was telling everybody, one of my RV dealers here in Iowa, they they they're blowing through their inventory left and right, and it's kind of like 2008. When in 2008, when we had all that mess hit, everybody just stayed home. They went camping, they went on uh, RV trips and stuff like that, and it was great for the outdoor industry. And I think we're seeing that again this year. And, you know, you know, it was one of the few things that you could do, even though, you know, uh, improved camping sites and things like that, at least in our state, were closed. You know, the forest was still open. You could you could take your tent and go, you know, park on the side of a forest road and, and pitch your tent. And, you know, that it, like you said, a lot of people took advantage of that. It was one of the few things you could do. Uh, and especially in a stressful time like we were in, you know, it's nice just to kind of reset and be back in nature. Yeah. Ben from Davenport wants to know, have you seen Bigfoot yet? You know, um, I have a few people I know that are that are firm believers in Bigfoot, but in all my time I've spent in the woods and running trail cameras, I haven't found evidence yet. But 
he could be out there. Well, you know, I, I honestly believe that I, I understand why he stays away from us now. You know, he, he's, he's kind of smart. Yeah. <laughs> kind of smart. So yeah, I haven't either. I keep looking for the big fella. One of these days I'm hoping to meet him. I'd love to have a conversation. You know, I would, I would, uh, I would not shy away from his encounter if, if he is out there, but, uh, I, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm, I would say I'm probably a little bit of a doubter. Hey, did you, uh, how's the, are you guys seeing a, uh, the, how's your mountain lion population? I know California is getting really lousy with them. I mean, they're everywhere. Uh, have you guys, uh, are you guys seeing that? That's, that's a sore subject for any, any big game hunter in Oregon. Yeah. You know, in 1994, uh, we, we have ballot initiatives here in Oregon, which means that, you know, uh, anybody can, can get enough signatures to get something on our ballot. Uh, and the Humane Society back in 1994 uh, banned the use of hounds for bear and cougar in the state. And at the time, they estimated we had about 3,000 mountain lions in the state. Mm-hmm. And now the estimates are anywhere from 6,500 to over 8,000. Oh, yeah. And our deer population uh, is, is in really, really bad shape, especially our mule deer. Um, they've been, they've been in steady decline since the nineties. And, you know, some, honestly, some units, our fishing game department shouldn't be issuing tags, but they still are. What about, uh, now are you, haven't I, have you guys seen an increase in cougar and tax and stuff on people going out there jogging and mountain biking and stuff? Well, yeah, we definitely have. We had, uh, the first, the first recorded, and I use air quotes with that because, you know, we always haven't kept track of these things, but, uh, we had a hiker, attacked and killed um two years ago for for the first time and like i said in recorded history so yeah there there definitely been more uh human encounters schools in in a lot of our suburbs and rural cities get put on lockdown because mountain lions will end up in you know out in the yard um so there's definitely an issue here yeah i know california's seeing uptick in uh and people getting uh either harassed or attacked. I mean, um, that there was a lady that was, uh, it ripped her backpack off her, uh, before she could get away. And I tell you what, man, the, the, the mountain lions are nothing to mess with. They'll, they're, they'll, they'll eat you. <laughs> I mean, you just think if you're playing with your house cat, you know, every, every, I'm sure everybody's experienced this. Your cat gets playful. You start petting it and all of a sudden it, you know, it decides it doesn't want to be pet anymore. And it claws you or it gives you a quick little bite on the hand. Now you imagine an animal that your house cat, you know, 12, 14 pounds. You imagine an animal that's 140, 200 pounds doing that. Uh, it's not something I'd like to experience. No, not at all. I'm telling you. 8.30 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Dominic, if someone wants to see this great stuff that you guys have at Kershaw, and hey, and all my friends out there that love to barbecue and they're out there smoking and, and grilling their stuff right now for this weekend, don't forget, the Kershaw actually has a fine culinary line too. I've got several of their cooking knives in my kitchen, and man, I tell you what, I that makes trimming a brisket or ribs or anything that you can do in in your smoker or your grill a lot easier. You guys on the on your cooking line or your kitchen knife line, you do a great job there too. Yeah, hey, whether you're carrying a blade in your pocket or it's in the kitchen, you, you know we know how to make an edge. Yeah, absolutely. So tell them the website. Go to, uh, you can find our full lineup at KershawKnives.com. And if you don't already, everyone should follow us on social media because we've been doing limited uh, sprint run 
releases through social media uh, this last two months, and we're going to keep that going. You can only find them on our website, and we announce it through social. That's awesome. And don't, and don't forget, you can go to Sportsman's Warehouse and look at the gift bar and find Kershaw there every day. Yeah, Sportsman's great. Love Sportsman's. <laughs> Dom, it's always a treat having you on, man. Thank you for everything. If you need something, please let us know, and otherwise we'll visit with you soon, okay? Sounds good. Everybody have fun in the outdoors. Thanks, Dominic. Yep. All right, there he goes. Dominic, he does a great job. I tell you, I love their stuff over at Kershaw Knives. Yeah. I do. Great stuff. I mean, hey, why not? I I'm telling you. You know, you know, you know who the uh jeweler of the of the knife world is, don't you? Oh, I got to assume. If 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 jewelry, if Kershaw Knives was a jeweler, they would be Herman's Fine Jewelers. Undoubtedly. Because not only do they have an edge, <laughs> Not only do they have an edge to make sure that their customers are taken care of, but their prices are always right on point. <laughs> and, and, and no matter what case of, your, of, uh, of the occasion is, they have always something there for you. Yeah. 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 So there you go. And I'm telling you, it, and, uh, you know, they got it for every budget. Yeah. Yeah. So everything, everything. So, you know, just head over to Herman's Fine Jewelers. Tell Donnie and Frank that uh, you got whatever special occasion you got going on, or if you just need something for yourself, you want something nice, new, make yourself look a little, little more uh, up to date. You know, maybe your maybe your earrings are out of date. I don't know. I, you know, I'm not a big jewelry guy myself. I I have a cross and a chain. I you know I buy I got uh, what did I get Jenny. I got Jenny something the other. Oh, I, she wanted the a yellow gold cross for her birthday. I was over there and I got her a yellow gold cross with a nice chain and Donnie gave me a great deal. And, uh, they she, always do over there. Oh, they do. They take care. They take great care of me. And, uh, Jenny opened that up and she smiled. So that, you know, that was worth the price of admission right there. There you go. Absolutely. Herman's fine jewelers. They've been helping folks for 38 years. They can help you two, 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 2600. They're open for business. Give them a call. Tell them for helping them. Thanks for helping support the outdoors. And uh, I promise you, Herman's Fine Jewelers, you go over there, Donnie and Frank, you'll be a happy camper. No pun intended. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. So I stopped off at a Texaco, bought a Slim Jim and a Coke. Parked out by the water just to watch that river flow. Grabbed my guitar from the backseat, wrote a song just for me. And I sung it for the blue sky and a couple live oak trees. I thought of home, grabbed my phone from my pocket, and I called Mama. All right, welcome back to uh, Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors. Dan on 1350 <laughs> I call Mom all the time. Hey, Mom, what you doing, Mama? So anyway, uh, free fishing weekend this weekend. Don't cost you a dime to go out there and get you uh, go wet your line, get you out there and get some crappie and some some catfish and some bass. And like I said, early morning, late evenings is going to be I would that be my opportune suggestion for you to go out there and fish. But they should be biting. So get out there and go get them. Uh, let's see. Uh, respect the game TV. We are on. Tuesdays, I'm sorry, Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, Eastern on the Sportsman's Channel. We're on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday at 12.30 a.m. Eastern, and Thursdays at 7 a.m. Eastern. You can also find us on the Hunt Channel, 
And, uh, you know, go check us out. I'll start showing up on the TV show probably in September, October is when I'll uh, start showing up. So, And you'll be, of course, be a regular on it. Well, I'll be on, I won't be on all every show, but I'll be on throughout the seasons. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. but hey, I'll be hitting, you know, national TV, man. Sty- I'm looking forward to that. I'm styling and profiling. Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. Absolutely. Go for it. Absolutely. Oh, what do you got on the phone? Oh, you know, the wonderful Smoking Joe, as always. No. Well, who? <laughs> is he there? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who you, who is that guy. I mean, he's never, you know, I get an email or a text. Oh, I can't do the show this week. I'm, I'm. Hey, I, I, in all fairness, I was being nice. Yeah. I and got, now. I got to go to the Froyo convention. Am I even on the right show? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, do, do you even, do you do shows? I don't know. You know, Mr. Oh, I, I got 25 weeks of vacation. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I still, I yeah, was, well. I went by the dealership yesterday and I still see that you have that trail boss sitting out there. You haven't sold that. Uh, yes, we do. You know, I, I'm keeping people away just for you. Yeah. See, I think you should, I think, I think you should just go back to Brett and say, you know, we haven't sold that truck. We should, you know, we should really make Dan a, an extra, extra special offer on that truck. We made you that extra, extra, extra special price. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm going to hold off. So it's it wasn't, just, it wasn't extra. You're the extra. one who said no. Oh, well, I did say no, because it wasn't extra, you know, it, it, I'm looking for that extra side of bacon. Yeah. No. An extra, extra so- bottle of sauce thrown in. Yeah. Do what? What was that? <laughs> Extra saucy. Yeah, extra saucy. Well, you know, we could. I just could. I could have you just get another one without all the extra accessories, and then just take my stuff and move it over. We could try that. Yeah, yeah. Something to think I, about later. I just got to get some inventory. They're starting to build inventory, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk in the next couple months. We'll see how things. <laughs> I just. I need to see how my. Uh, I need to see how my. Uh, my expenses are at the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. We'll make something work at some point. Well, at some point. Yeah, 2024, yeah. something. Some, Just yeah. keep up with them. Yeah. I'll still be here. Yeah, I, oh, I know you. Anywhere. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. You got that extra yeah. large office now. Yeah, it's, it's my house, though. This is where I live. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, 0% still going on? Yeah, 0%. It was uh, 84 months, but now it's 72 months. So, it's still out there, which is nice to have. And there's free money. Some great rebates. Yeah. out there as well too so you can choose either or and as i mentioned the, the plants opened up uh, about a week and a half two weeks ago mm-hmm. um so we should start to be seeing some new inventory hit lots here in the next few weeks so which is good because they were down for the longest time through the whole virus deal unfortunately so but you know they're back up and running and they're full force you know three shifts and every day so so things are things are looking good and, and brighter here coming up so. well that's good you know because mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we have uh, parts and service and everything. You know, yeah. people can get uh, get their vehicles taken care of and in and out. And I was yeah. up. There, I got a. I was up there washing the truck the other day, and I saw people rolling out with some new stuff. They were all smiling. You know, people. Well, that's good. Yeah, that is good. I mean, everybody takes good care of everybody up there, so we appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Are you that's sure they just weren't laughing at you? Well, no. They always. I I know what they do. I think they were actually. That's, that's a good thought. Yeah. No. No. I'm, no. They were smiling because they were in their new truck. It's just I pulled in. They got they got that truck positioned. So if I either go have to get an oil change or use the car wash, I have to see that truck. 
Well, just... we move it based off of when you come in. So oh. I strategically move that truck knowing when you're coming in. Well, I canceled my OnStar, so you're not going to be able to track me like you have been. I know that you, you have tra- no idea. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I know how you are. So, <laughs> so I got uh, me, you got Munson. I mean, we got, we got guys I, that are out there. I I you. haven't talked to Munson in a month. What's where is he at? He's hiding again. He's here. He he's doing good. He's is doing he? good. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, haven't yep. heard, I haven't heard from him. I figured. Uh, I figured he was out at a, uh, a, uh, oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> yeah. I'm well enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying he's been, to he's been uh, spend a lot of time with family. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, I, I stopped myself twice cause I had yeah. something. That, yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. That's all right. So, uh, anyway, so have you shot your bow? You've been shooting that new bow at all? Uh, I got it at one time when I saw you and you chickened out, but you know, since then, uh, I, didn't, I haven't, I just haven't had time. I've been, first of all, well, that's a challenge. That's for, a straight first, up challenge. First, first of all, I didn't chicken out. I don't want to take I, your money. You know, I, 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 or, or I, the truck, as you would say, uh, yeah, I don't want to have to have you buy me a truck. <laughs> you know, I know $30,000 is nothing for you, but I, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Yeah. yeah. He, but you know, 30,000 to him. Is like uh like me going to get a Chick Fil A meal. Isn't that what he pays his butler? <laughs> I have no idea what he pays Alfred. I you know Alfred. I know Alfred's got a really nice home. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I so know. No, I have not been shooting it to answer your question. I just haven't had much time and all that stuff. So that's all right. Hanging out the family, kids. Well, you know, that's building good. a you know trampoline for the kids that blew over last year, and so I'm trying to put that together now. So well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, tell them where they can find you, Smoking Joe Smelter. I'll be here today till six, and then all next week, eleven oh one Southeast Oral Labor at the Rock, and uh, appreciate everything. All right. Well, I've got to go to Kentucky next week for a grand opening. Uh, the Sportsman's okay. has got a new store coming up, so uh, cool. I'm going to do the show from Crescent Springs, Kentucky, next week. But when I get back. I'll come over and drop some stuff so you can take you. We can do a little uh, go see Smoking Joe and get something nice. So sounds great, man. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say? Not today. Nothing. You want to say hi to all the World War II vets out there? Hello to all the World War II vets out there. I appreciate your service and everything. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Mark Pranger says he's uh, listening to the show and watching turkeys work a field at 86th and 70th in Johnston. They're moving in, man. Oh, and Johnson, that's cool. That's just down the street. I know. That's just down the street. 86th and what? And 70th? Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that on the air. I should have probably not oh, okay. done that. 86 and something on Johnson. I'll just say it like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's where I grew up, so I know exactly where he's talking about. Oh, do you do you know where that's pinpointed at? Uh, eighty. I have a pretty good idea of where that's at because uh, there's only kind of it's probably over by Camp Dodge, is my guess. I would think that's pretty I'm, close. Yeah, don't challenge yeah, Smoking Joe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Tell Munson I said hi. I will, sir. Take care and thanks for me. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a wonderful yeah. weekend. I will. There you go. Smoking Joe Smelter. <sighs> Man. Yeah, he does that to you all the time. Sets that truck just right. Well, it's a neat looking truck. I think you'll make it a month. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I can't afford it. <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have a cookie sale or something to raise some money. Hey, I I would be there to an outdoor stand cookie sale. I'm telling you know what I'm thinking about doing. I'm thinking about having a garage sale. I got so much stuff. You've got quite a lot. I do. I really need to have a garage sale. But see, the problem is, 
I don't know if I want to get rid of my stuff. See that that yeah, is the, the dilemma. It's one because whenever I give something away or I I I work a deal out for somebody, it's not six months later. It's like where's that at? Oh, I gave that away. Man, I need that now. Man, yeah, you know. But I do, man. I I got so much stuff I got to get rid of. So I don't know. We got to go. Andrew's over there saying we need to take a break. This break is brought to you by the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry. Because if you break a tooth. They can take care of you. Have you got a cavity? Well, they can help fill that. You know, you got uh, you got something stuck in between your gum line. You can't get it out. Well, don't worry. They'll separate that for you. They are awesome at providing complete dental care, and they're open for business as normal. 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, is, and that's Advanced Family Dentistry. You got Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi, the Jedi dentist of Ankeny. You got Dr. Brandt, Dr. Uh, Stewart. And Dr. Williams, all of them are there to take good care of you and provide excellent dental care. Cleanings, fillings, root canals, crowns, Invisalign. You want the smile you always wanted. If you're new to the area and uh, you're looking for someone for you or your family, don't look any farther. They've been voted best dentist in Ankeny. I don't know how many times. And you don't get that unless you're taking great care of your customers or your, your patients. And they do do some really good things over there. And they're so nice. And they'll be nice to you if you go see them at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard. Go check them out, ankenysmiles.com. He's a Jedi dentist because he uses the force to calm me down when I go in there because I'm such a big baby about going to the dentist. But you know what they always say when you leave? May the floss be with you. The force will be with you. I'm not even going to respond to you, everyone. I have told you a million times it's not the flaw force, it's the floss. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 76 years ago today. 76 years ago today. Can you believe it's been 76 years since the invasion of Normandy? Hmm? 76 years. All them kids, 17, 18-year-old kids and uh, older, strapping on all that stuff, getting in those airplanes, the watercraft, ships, and storming those beaches and Omaha and uh, Juno, Gold Sword. I mean, man, can you imagine what was going through their minds when they were, when they were doing that? It's just, imagine how scared they were. Oh man. You know, sometimes I think we forget about that stuff. I, I, uh, I never, I, yeah, I was in the military, but I never experienced anything like that. And I, my, I, I just have nothing but the utmost respect for anybody that's went into theater and, uh, and defend, you know, defended our country and, um, Man, just can't even imagine. Every I uh, every time I read something about uh, that that war, and uh, you know, uh, I tell you, if you want a good read, 
um, read about uh, um, Easy Company in World War II. I know they have uh, that show called Band of Brothers, which is we're, it's worth a watch if you want to watch something to to give you a good um, understanding of what what our generation or that generation went through. That's a that's a great watch. But read some of the books from uh, Dick Winters and stuff about Easy Company because I'm telling you what, we really have nothing to complain about. We really don't. So from, uh, from every, for Andrew and I, everybody here on the show, uh, to, uh, all the folks out there that, uh, have parents or grandparents that serve, God bless you. Thank you for, uh, for everything. We, we really, really appreciate you. That's going to end it today. I will be talking with you, uh, from Kentucky next week. So everybody have a great week. Be safe. Be good to one another. We'll see you next time.